<laughs> I don't have no money for rent. Well, I'll loan you my tent. <laughs> you sleep in it a while, you'll change. I guarantee you that. Verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing. Let me say something to you. Faith don't work while you're walking around full of anxiety. You, you, can, you, you deal with that. Kenneth E. Hagin said on his deathbed, the thing that caused him to stay there the length of time he did was that God had to get him to quit worrying about dying. He laid there in bed and felt sorry for himself. Why am I like this? I got, there, I got friends in town that drive cars and have nice clothes. How come them be blessed and I'm laying here dying? I ain't as bad as them. You better get it all out of you. God ain't interested in what you think about what else is going on in everybody else's life. None of your business what's going on in everybody else's life. You're going to get over your pity party or you ain't coming into the throne room at all. All right. So he says, be anxious for nothing. As long as you're worrying, you better stay outside. You got to get over the worrying because you're fixing to go talk to God. You're talking to the man who can actually do something about it no matter what it is. Lazarus had a really bad problem, and he fixed it. Have y'all ever had it that bad? Uh, okay, well, you're all right. Y'all doing pretty good. <laughs> Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with what? With thanksgiving. Get your, number one, get your attitude. Now go to 1 John chapter 1. Now number two, number two. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plow everybody's field sideways right now. I'm fixing to plow it. Is your fellowship with God broken? Uh, uh, all right, let me ask y'all a question. Now, you don't have to holler at me because I'm going to tell you my stupids in a minute. Have you ever come into church and during the worship, you start worshiping God, and all of a sudden, all the things you didn't do that he told you to do are coming up. Yes. I thought I was the only one that happened to. There was a time I would stand here and go, Satan, I bind you in the name of Jesus. That ain't the devil. That's the Holy Ghost. There's people who preach that First John is talking about relationship. There is nothing in First John about relationship. This is not a, this is not written to sinners. All right, I'm gonna prove it to you. If we confess our sins, He's faithful and just to forgive us our sins. When when does a sinner have to confess his sins to get saved? He's not talking to a sinner. Now, here, here's where preachers today, they interchange fellowship and relationship. They're not the same word. I have a relationship with Lisa, but there's been a few times that she's broken fellowship with me. Didn't talk to me for a week or two. 
No, I actually know more in a couple of days. That we've actually had times when there was no dinner, no conversation, no talking, but we're married. Man, I'm embarrassed because I'm the only person in here that's ever gone through this. I'm, I'm starting to, I'm going to turn red. <laughs> Somebody say amen. amen. Now, there is no reason for you to go in there and say, hey, baby, I'm hungry until fellowship is restored. It's like, hey, baby, I'm sorry. Huh? Let me tell you something. Even if you're not wrong, hey, baby, I'm sorry. Come on, come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. We, we, we got to quit pretending like you're a Christian and, and, and you don't ever offend God. You offend him all the time. We all do. And, not, and it, it, it bugs me so bad when you hear people trying to make what Jesus did at the cross fixes everything. It does not. You are born again. You are a new creation. You are perfect in Christ, but you're not perfect in your soul, and you're still a mess, and you still do things that grieves the Holy Ghost that he doesn't like. There are things he's talking to you to change, and he wants you to pay attention. What is he saying to you? Don't keep blowing him off. So I'm going to talk about myself. A couple of times I've come in here and Lisa's leading worship and I'm starting to pray and all of a sudden the Holy Ghost goes, I haven't seen you in a while. And I'm like, where were you this morning? Oh, Lord, I was slept. Yeah. And last night when you're supposed to, well, Lord, you know, yeah. He's trying to get me to repent. It, it, I'm, I, I didn't say I was going to hell. I said that he's talking to me about my relationship to him. So the first thing I'm going to do is enter his gates with thanksgiving. And the next thing the Holy Spirit's going to do is bring up those things. He's not going to bring up everything you ever did wrong. You couldn't handle it. But he is going to talk to you about the things he has been talking to you that you're not doing. And he's going to go, before you move on in the throne room, would you like to get this under the blood that I've been asking you to do something and you haven't done it yet? See, that's the reason why the ones of you that come in here and stand with your arms folded, you don't want to talk to him. Because he's got something to say to you. You know, I want, I want, I want my home fixed. No, you, you, no, you get you fixed. Well, it ain't me, really. I thought that too. <laughs> I'm doing a pretty good job. Even. The second thing the Holy Spirit's always going to do, and I'm not saying it's. We're not talking condemnation. Let's go through another word right here. Let's straighten this thing out. The word condemnation and judgment is not the same word. I'm, I'm sick of preachers interchanging, Jesus took my judgment. No, he didn't. 
He took your condemnation. The Bible says judge not. That No, it says in the Greek, condemn not that you be not condemned. When, when, when you got born again, you became a citizen of heaven. But you get out here and drive down the road 80 miles an hour, they're going to give you a share of revenue coupon, and you're going to have to pay it and get right. They're not taking your citizenship away, but they're going to take your license if you keep it up. That's called breaking fellowship. That's called a, a policeman is judgment. Condemnation means they take you and electrocute you. When nobody, God's not going to kill you. But he's also not going to let you keep doing it. Boy, that just hair lip bear creek. And so, so if you're going to have a, a prayer life, you've got to not only have a fellowship with God, I mean, relationship, you also need to learn how to stay in fellowship with him. Uh, let's say it another way, you'll understand. If you're going to be married, there's a little more to it than money, food, and sex. There's a human there in that house with you, and you're going to learn to get along, and you're not the only person on the planet. They say marriage cares selfishness. If it doesn't, children will. <laughs> One day you're going to quit thinking about yourself all the time. Come on, y'all. I'm doing pretty good. So, so anytime that God puts you in a church, the reason he put you in this church was because he wants you to rub with people, and he wants them to rub you the wrong way. And that's the reason why some of y'all pack up and leave is because you got sin in your life, and it's not us. It's you. Because you never learned to get along with nobody. And you went over to another church and they ticked you off over there too. Woo! So, <laughs> Debbie, help me out. Shirley, you got to help me out. And we're talking about prayer. We're talking about going into the throne room and getting a God to do something that's impossible for you. It, the, the, we're, we, we are just now getting in the, we're just now getting permission to come in. <laughs> Matthew 5, 23. All right, let me, let's, let's just do it. Are y'all ready? Say, do this thing. And all the men that watched Tombstone knew exactly what I said right there. Do this thing. All right. Never mind, I shouldn't tell you all my carnalities. Matthew 5, 23, look at it. When you bring your gift to the altar and you remember that your brother has something against you, stop what you're doing, go find him and get it straightened out. Was he joking? He ain't joking. He ain't no joking. He, listen, you know, if, if you hang around here at any length of time, somebody is going to upset you. It might be them, it might be you, but it really doesn't matter. God wants you fellowshipping with people, and he wants you to love the people he loves, and he wants people to treat you good, and he wants you to treat other people good, and you are going to learn it if you want your prayers answered. Amen. All right, now let me show you one more just so that you don't think I'm making this up. Mark eleven twenty-five. One more. Are you ready? When you stand praying, if you have anything, say anything against anybody. Anything, anything, 
It don't matter whether it's big or little. It don't matter. It don't matter. I watched a, uh, a show one night. It was 700 Club put it out. And it, it, boy, that, it one program totally, totally changed my life. It was a, it was a guy that went out of what, what I, where would he, I was out scuba diving. And um, jellyfish stung him. He's a sinner. Mother's a Christian. And uh, he's dying. He's dying. He comes up off the ocean, and I mean, he got into a bed of jellyfish, and they stung him, and he, he's about to die. Well, the Lord said, don't go to sleep, don't go to sleep, don't go to sleep. So he walks up to the guy in the boat, and, try, and he's acting drunk. And he's like, help me, help me. And they just drove off and left him because they thought he was on drugs. And so then he goes into town. He talks to a bunch of men. He says, you got to get me in the hospital. you got to get me in the hospital. And they just cussed him out. And so, so he finally gets into the hospital about an hour later. And the Lord spoke to him and said, I need you to forgive the men who wouldn't help you. He's, only, he's, he's fixing to die and go to hell. This, this, this whole show changed me. He said, if you want me to, to answer your prayers, forgive him. And the men that mistreated him were wrong. All he was doing was asking someone to get in the hospital. Have y'all, ever, have y'all ever tried to get someone and you just had people being mean to you? That's the people. I'm not talking about the ones where you were wrong. I'm talking about when you weren't wrong. Little foxes spoil the vine. He said, anything, anyone. Do you understand that right there, I think, is the number one reason most of you guys are sick? You don't have the right. Everything you got was given to you free. You didn't deserve anything. Come on. Anything, anyone. So, so before, before you enter, you're going to have to get this stuff straight. And so very often when you're praying or beginning to pray and you're worshiping God, the Holy Spirit, now he's not going to give you 80 things. He's a gentleman. He is going to bring up maybe one or two or three and, and you're, you're going to stay there until you get it straight. Now, I've been talking to you about this. When are you going to do it? Well, I didn't want to. I know. Well, don't. You're, you're wanting in the throne room and you ain't, you ain't leaving this corridor until you get this right. We used to have altars. We took them out of churches. Church went down after that. And, it, and people got out there and whined and cried and they misused it. But, but there really needs to be times that we as Christians come into his presence and, and worship and sing and pray and look at your life and see how you're doing. Now, I'm going to say this about me. I'm just going to tell you this. There are things he asked me to do that don't make sense. And I, don't, I asked him, I said, why? He never tells me. I think it's rude. I think he should tell me, but he thinks he's God. I had something that I was doing. It wasn't even close to sin. And every time I'd go to prayer, he'd bring it up and I'd go, what is the big deal? I'm starting to feel terrible in front of y'all. 
This went on for two or three months. And I'm going, I, I don't get it. What is it about this you, and he don't say. He ignores me. So I'm in there praying and trying to get prayers answered, and this comes up again, and I'm like, and I, I tried confessing the word. There is no condemnation of those that are in Christ. I pled the blood. I said, by his stripes, I am healed. I, did every, I pushed every button, and I did everything I ever preached, and, not, and it didn't work. And finally, one day, I went, okay, I'm going to do it. And he's going, good. And he still hadn't told me why. There's just some things he don't like. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what it is, y'all. Y'all are worse than a bunch of gossips. <laughs> tell you my sins and everybody in town will know. And there's a telegraph and a telephone and tell a woman. And, then, and the last one is the fastest communication on planet Earth. You tell. No, I'm teasing, I'm teasing. All right, number three is Jude 1. Jude 1. Let's go to Jude 1. We hadn't even gotten to praying yet. How are we doing for time? Let me see. I better look. Oh, man, I got to get done. Jude 1. Now, this one's my last one before we get into prayer. I want to show you something. Beloved, I say Jude 1 because there's only one chapter and the, thing, the screen doesn't know, it, it doesn't know Jude 20. You, beloved, build yourself up on your most holy faith, pray in the Holy Ghost, keep yourself in the love of God. The vast majority of time when you start praying in tongues, you're not praying. Some of y'all have figured it out. You're worshiping. You're not deep. What's wrong? You need to get your spirit lined up with God. How long does it take? Well, that's up to you. Sometimes I'll walk around here and go, da, da, da. Now, this is what happened, and, and I think Shirley will tell you this happens to her. There's times I walk in here Sunday night, I'm not ready to pray. I'm ready to dive in and start praying for Donald Trump. I want to spend some time with God. I, 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 mean, I, I got up that morning and prayed for church, and I hadn't talked to God, and this is the first time I talked to God all day. I went home, went to bed, ate, and came back. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And I'm like, yeah, surely you take it, man. I just want to go over here and stick my head in the bucket and pray and, and spend some time with God. I'm not, I'm not ready. To, I'm just not ready. I'm, and I'm not built up. I hadn't prayed. In the, so, you know, we're trying to dive in. Shut up. You ain't ready. You ain't ready for that. Now, how many of y'all exercise and you know you don't go in and put all the weight on the bar and get under it? Come on, you got better sense than that. You better warm it up. You better get some blood going before you start grabbing the weight. So you get the bar and you're over there going, yeah, 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 yeah. And then you put the 45 zone and you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do a few squats, do a few curls. You can tell. You can tell when you're like, slide two more, two more 45s. I think I'm ready. Yeah, we'll pump it out about four times. Okay, let's, 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 let's go. Let's put some weight on this thing. Well, you know, why is spiritual different? Come on, you know what I'm talking about. You walk in, I may walk in here. 
It might be 10, 15 minutes later, and I go, I'm, 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 Man, I'm in the throne. It's time to do some serious business with God. And man, he'll give you things to pray, and he'll give you things to say. And I mean, you know, it's not, there's a process here, and it's protocol. And I mean, if it wasn't for our humanity, we could just dive in there. That, let me make a statement to you. That is why you need to have seasons of prayer and fasting. And all of y'all, we don't do it in America anymore, but you need to literally have, there needs to be days. Now, I don't, I don't mean all the time. I don't mean for you to become a monk. Where you just come to church, and, and that's why we have Mark Hankins, and you go home and you spend the afternoon praying and seeking God, come back that night, spend two or three days. Man, you, you talk about getting some prayers answered, you, you, I don't know why, and I'm going to try to say this the best I can. I used to be, I'd go to Rodney Howard Brown's meetings the, the first day. I, I, I'm antsy. I mean, I, I feel spiritual as an old wet rag. They're singing, and Rodney's doing an hour offering, and I'm like, oh, get on with a sermon. Come on, Rodney. We've been here three hours, and you haven't even started. Ah, oh, you're driving me crazy. And then you go back the next day. The third day, you're like, come on, Rodney. Don't shut up now. You've only been going eight hours, baby. Glory. What happened to you? You got in the spirit. Amen. Your flesh ain't ruling you, man. You over there, man. You are you in it, man. You hearing from God. You are like dancing in the Holy Ghost. You're like, yeah, Jesus, wow. And at the end of the meeting, you're like, no, y'all ain't stopping. <laughs> That's why Lisa and I go off to hear Mark and we go spend a few days. You just gotta get it. You just gotta get away and get in the presence of God for a while. You just your flesh. You just need time. Anyway, uh, Ephesians five. Let's read that and then let's read Romans eight. How are we doing for time? Oh, we don't have. Let's go to Romans eight. We'll, we'll jump over Ephesians five. We'll get it. Romans eight, and then then we're going to pray. Woo! Y'all are supposed to say Amen. Amen. And I can say now I know why I'm preaching on this. Oh, glory to God. How many of y'all have, you know, tonight you're like, that's true. How many of you relate to what I'm saying? You know exactly what, yeah, all of us in this room. It took a while before I figured this. I used to try to do all this stuff, and before I realized there's protocol. A little more to this than just dive in and get your burger and leave, you know. (laughs) Romans 8, 26. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought to, but the Spirit himself makes Intercession with groanings. Wow, I don't have time to get into this tonight, but I'm going, I'm going to do it soon. Which cannot be uttered in your articulate speech. There, there is a groaning. There, there is a prayer place in God where it's not dignified. Shondai, Shondai, tie my bow tie. As much as you'd like to stay dignified in the spirit. There, there's times you're just like, oh, I tell you, the, the worst one is Chinese. If you start praying in tongues in Chinese, everybody stops to listen. 
Wing ching chong wang chong wang chong ching ching wing chang. Everybody goes. Everybody goes quiet, but you, you're like, God, let's go back to Hebrew. <laughs> don't y'all feel sorry for people who don't speak in tongues? They have, if they were here right now, they'd be going, what is he talking about? Well, man, there's something about getting over in the spirit where God is able to show you what he wants you to pray for. And I mean, you will move some stuff. I'm going to tell you one more story that the Lord just prompted me. Cindy, it's been a couple of years ago. Uh, she's had a few medical problems, but I didn't know it. Every time I got in the spirit, I prayed for, for an hour for Cindy. And I'm thinking in my head, come on, God. I mean, we've covered Cindy pretty good. Well, y'all know what I'm talking about. You don't, your head will fight you. Well, it's just with Cindy, Cindy, Cindy. And then I'd pray in tongues a while, and it's her name. It came up every day for, for months. Her name came up. There's another Randy. One time I prayed for Randy for a year. I don't know whether it was your Randy or not. I don't know. There's been, there's just been things. Um, uh, Lisa will tell you that every time her and I prayed in the spirit, for over a year, we prayed about money. And, you know, after a while you start, okay, I mean, there's people going to hell. You, know, you start thinking. And, and, and finances started coming in. We were able to do the playground. We were able to do things. That, well, you know, but see, without the Holy Ghost, you really, you really are lost in your prayer life. You really are. And, I mean, you can pray in English if you want to. But I mean, it's a whole lot better when he's helping you. He's like, uh, if you'll come over here with me, we'll get something done. Now, I'm, I'm going to stop now because it's 8 o'clock. And we're, we're gonna, I'm going to let you out at 8.15. I'm going to ask you to pray with me. I'm gonna, let's take this 15 minutes. In 1 Timothy, or 2 Timothy, it says, Pray for, the, for kings and all in authority that we might lead a quiet and peaceable life. This nation is under attack from Satan. Don't, don't worry about the people. Our, our president right now, whether you like him or not, needs prayer. The House, the, the Senate, governors, people in authority, we need to get some of them out of there. Some of them need to get out of there. Forget about the ones you think are good, bad, and ugly. They all, there's too many of them that just flat lie. Okay, God knows who they are. We need to pray for this nation. We need to pray for churches. We need to pray for move of God in this church. I love it when people walk in here and get born again and come out of darkness to light. But just because they got saved doesn't mean everything's going okay. The devil's going to try everything in his power to get them to not come to church. They're, they're going to have fights at home. Saturday night's going to be hell. Sunday morning on the way to church, they're going to have to take two cars if they want to stay saved. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, Father, I'm trying my best. But, but it's an attack from hell. It's not your spouse. It, it, it's just stuff that happens. But, but yet, people need it. And then God's, when you're praying, the Lord's going to bring people up to you. It's not because you're praying a, a lot of time. 
But there are people you need to go, okay, Heavenly Father, I need to pray for my grandsons and my granddaughters. And, and then all of a sudden you'll pop someone in your head and then you pray over the band and you, and then you pray over the people who just got born again and then you pray over the bread. You know, but the, just let the Lord lead you. I'm going to pray the best I can because for whatever reason, when I stop praying, y'all go. <laughs> I feel like I'm cranking you up if I, don't, if I get quiet at all. Now, now, Sunday night, I'll walk away and get quiet. And I'm just dare you to go quiet on me. Surely he'll get up and crank you up. I mean, I've had people get mad at me because I, I said, I can't hear you. I said, I can't hear you. I said, if you're going to pray bed and time prayers, go home and go to bed. Amen. That ain't what I'm talking about, y'all. <laughs> Father God, we love you. I love you, Father. I love you. You are an awesome God. You have redeemed us. We're your sons and daughters. You made us. We're family. Everybody, Father, in this room, in this house is my family. I love them. You love them. They're precious to you. I thank you for Jesus and everything that he did. I thank you for the Holy Ghost that lives on the inside of me, that, that leads me and guides me. All of us in this room, if we didn't have you, the Holy Ghost, we thank you for the Holy Ghost that helps us. I thank you for all the prayers that we've prayed in the past, that you've answered them, and you've been good. You never left us. You never forsook us. When we thought that the stuff wasn't going right, you were always there. You cared about us. You brought us back. You turned us around. You lifted us up, and you're such an awesome God. I just love you. Papa God, thank you. Oh, I love you. Thank you. Holy Spirit, thank you so much for living big. I'm going to ask you in a moment, Holy Spirit, to help me pray because I depend on you so much because there's a lot of things I could pray out in English, but you know you know what the people need. You know what our president needs more than I do. You know what the, the house needs. You know what this nation needs more than I do. You know what the people in this church need that I, I don't know everything going on, but you know what's going on in their lives, and I ask you to help me with that because there may be something you want me to get on, and they need help now, and I don't know it in the natural. And I give you glory and honor now. If there's anything in me that... Uh, that, you know, I, I shouldn't have said or I did. And you you want to deal with me? I just ask, just deal with me right now. I'll get that out. I'll get it under the blood. You said if, I, if I'm, you're faithful and just to forgive me, if I've messed up in any way, shape, or form, anybody in the room, they just, they hadn't been obeying you. They've been disobeying you. That's right now, they just get it under the blood. They just, just pray and get it. Just, just, just thank you, Jesus, for loving me and forgiving me and, and, let, and put it behind you. And that's done. That's done. Get that out of the way. Glory to God. Father God, I beg you, don't I'm just going to pray in the Holy Ghost now. I did, I did, I did the best I knew to, to teach this. But now I, you got to, you got to teach them Holy Holy Ghost. You got to teach them this. You. 
you got to teach them this yourself because they got to have the time that they experience you. They got to get time. They got to know you, Jesus. They got to know you, Holy Ghost. They got to know you. They got to know you inside out. They got to know when you're talking. They got to know when you're prompting. They got to know when to pray. They got to know when to go to English. They got to know when to pray in the Holy Ghost. They got to know when to sing. They got to know it, Holy Ghost. I pray everybody in this room right now would come out and into an intimacy with the things of God. Their, their kids, their family. We surround our children with faith and love. I plead the blood over Joshua, Morgan, Justin, Jordan. They're redeemed. I thank you for my daughters. I surround them with faith and love and their husbands. I call them out of darkness into light. I call my brother out of darkness into light. Send the labor. Father God, send labors across my brother's path. Send them across. Father, somebody he'll listen to right now. Satan, get your hands off him. Get you, get your hands off my brother. You're not dragging him to hell. He's coming out of darkness to light. Father, right now, use Christmas movies. I don't care what you use. Ha 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 on the devil. Ha 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 ha. Father God, bring people in Sunday morning because it's Christmas to hear the gospel and, and, and then show me what you want me to preach on. Because I, I, I pray, Father, that people walk in that don't know you. They don't know you. They're going to leave knowing you. I claim their soul. I claim their soul now. I claim them in Jesus' name. They're coming out of darkness into light. They're going to come in, hear the word. You said they would know the truth and the truth would set them free. Now I pray over the President of the United States. I pray over President Trump. I thank you, Father God, that that man has cleaned up a lot of trash in this nation. They don't like him. You said in Psalm 2, you said, Lord, are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many that say of my soul, there is no help for him in God, that there is help for the President of the United States in God. You, I'm asking you to lead him and guide him in the paths of righteousness for your name's sake. I'm asking you to lead uh, Vice President Pence. I'm asking I surround their families, their wives and children with faith and love that they won't despise this nation. They'll love you, Jesus. They'll love this nation. And their faith will always be in you. I pray this nation would come back to Jesus. I pray this nation back to Jesus. I pray this church back to its first love. I pray that we are canino. There is a lure of vanna to tarnly blank a salt. There don't dean kundilino nino nina mlemo holobed some toke lale. Hada la de bed on all a lando de no ma de Mamelana de no bed. Nanded on the meta lamadeda. Nala lana mala leta mala bed bedman. Dolly better not a dead lemonade low de dear. Pachi dolly better kid laminate bed on lamade the better better. If you got something, get a mic and get up. Okay. Bada no 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 bidachi cadera. Save roll, save vote, save vote, save vote. Save vote, nadi daddy daddy daddy. 
Meni rabioko du kirabe kerala bere Men no si don bison du konde ki nasese. Vidama, vidama. Hey, 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 mesona. Bino sote, bino sote, bino sote. Break it out, besonate, break it out. Hale bere ba. Ha 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 Everybody say, ha, ha, ha. Hey, devil, you're not stopping me. My prayers get answered. Hallelujah. Now, while I was praying, the Holy Ghost said he wanted me to say something to you. Now, listen to this. Don't think that every time you pray, you got to get deep. I made that mistake years ago because God wanted me to just sit and worship. Sing. And I thought, well, God, I mean, I really need to do some real praying. He said, well, you are doing some real praying. I said, well, no, I'm just singing. Don't always try to create an atmosphere where you're in a fight. You'll get in, you, I don't understand it, but you'll get in fights. There's times you'll get, you'll get dramatic. Don't don't try to make it happen. If it happens, it happens. But you know, there's times the Holy Ghost, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be praying hard, and all of a sudden I'll just go, he just goes, take a break and sing a while. Just, um, your head will be your biggest enemy because you're like, well, what are we doing now? I mean, we were praying good until you started singing. I mean, the world's not going to fall apart, okay? I mean, I want you to take it serious, but I've seen people start praying, and, and, they, and they just get sad. Oh, the world's going to hell. I'm like, well, it, yeah, but you need to lighten up. <laughs> take a chill pill and laugh a little bit. You go to God and you pray, don't you carry the burden of this world on your shoulders. You are not God. When you're done praying, you cast the care of what you didn't pray and the, the devil come, you didn't pray enough. Well, you can pray again later. But you start getting in condemnation. If he can't get you to stop, and then he's gonna try to get you to pray all the time. And you gotta be so spiritual. We can't go to dinner tonight. I gotta pray. And don't get near me this week, I gotta pray. God knows what that is. Thank you. That one girl in here knows what I'm talking about. Angels don't leave your house. We got to leave now. You can be normal. I love every one of y'all. That's the absolute best group of people I've ever pastored. You guys are awesome. Thanks for coming here tonight and this week, just slow up a little bit and spend a few minutes. 
I've had times when I just stopped and prayed for five minutes. I don't, I don't think that I'm not being, um, been, I'm, I'm not doing anything because I only took a few minutes. I'll just stop what I'm doing and just pray over something and I'll just go on about my, whatever I was doing. I don't feel like I gotta, gotta, gotta become a monk and you don't either. But at times like this, we come in here and I appreciate it. I want Sunday morning to get to the place to where you guys are not coming to go home. Don't come in here with this. How long are we gonna be? Because without God, you ain't going anywhere anyway. Just come in here and let, let, let's let's get this church to where if if if, if we have a worship service that goes a little longer and, the, and just let's just sing, let's just sing a while. Let's just let God move. Amen. I love every one of y'all. Y'all have a great rest of the week. If you hadn't got your Christmas shopping done, please get out there and do it. Amen. Thank you for listening to this powerful message by Pastor Daryl Morgan. We hope it blesses you. If you would like more info on Word of Life, sermons, and free downloads, please go to wordoflifeapopka.com. Thank you and have a blessed day.